Welcome to the Free Rollers Podcast, a podcast about everything and about nothing. A show where I catch up with people from all around the world and kill some time while we all have some spare time to kill. Each week I'll catch up with a different guest and have a chat about what's going on in their world. We'll talk jiu-jitsu, life without jiu-jitsu, uh, and whatever else pops up along the way. I am going to try and steer away from all the COVID and the coronavirus conversation as we have had in the past, purely because I'm sick of it, and I'm sure you are too. Uh, we all just want the world to get back to normal. We all want to get back on the mats, and that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about what's happening in our guests' life. I'm going to have a chat and see what they've been up to, what their journey has entailed, and just let them tell their story uh, while chiming in along the way. Make sure you check out our website, freerollers.com.au, our Instagram, freerollers, uh, Facebook, all those sort of things, and follow the podcast on Spotify so you don't miss an episode. But for now, sit back and enjoy episode six with a good friend of mine from Perth, Luke Francis. Before we get too far into today's show, I want to give a quick shout out to all of our sponsors from around the globe. Yoga for BJJ. How does it help your jujitsu? The real question is, how doesn't it? From rehabbing injuries to improving focus, movement, breathing, and flexibility. They also have a strong support team that is passionate about your success. And then, of course, there is Sebastian, the creator of the program who keeps things entertaining as we all stretch. If you're missing this, you're missing out. Take the leap, give it a shot, add the code FREEROLLERS at the checkout, and save yourself a ton of money. The only way to improve and change is to start doing yoga today. Has there ever been a better pairing than coffee and chokes? We would think not. That's why we've teamed up with That Cold Stuff, Australia's finest creator of cold brew coffee concentrate. Don't take our word for it, though. Go check them out at www.thatcoldstuff.com.au and see what all the hype's about. That Cold Stuff, reinventing coffee from the grounds up. The team at Grappling Labs has put in years of mat time crafting their skill set and testing themselves in competition. The journey has led them to create Grappling Labs to assist others in pursuing their dreams. Whether they are aspirations of fame and glory on the competition circuit or just to stay healthy and enjoy the sport as recreational exercise as long as possible, the guys at Grappling Labs are dedicated to providing them with the tools and equipment to realise those dreams. Are you on BJJ Link? BJJ Link is the world's first and only jiu-jitsu dedicated social network. Create yourself an account for free now and link with jitters in your academy, city and around the world. Get some AU, Australia's only place to get your hands on some of Jocko Willings and Origin Labs supplements. Head over to their Instagram, give them a follow, head to their website and get some using the code FREEROLLERS for a 10% discount. Australian-owned and operated Browse Fights acclaimed for its unique purpose to unite the BJJ industry with a shared vision of growth underpinned by a philosophy focused purely on people and positive outcomes of education, support and experiences. Browse products which include awesome geese, no-gi gear and BJJ accessories are the vehicle the brand uses to drive its mission. The team firmly believe that life off the mats is measurably better as a direct result of our healthy mind, body and soul that Jiu-Jitsu creates. And this influence needs to be nurtured and capitalized on so the sport can naturally evolve and continue to positively impact on a broader scale. Browse objectively supports the growth of the sport whilst leveraging on its own exposure to help educate some of those less fortunate whilst providing for them as well. Head over to www.browsefight.com to check out the great range of gear available. All right, welcome to the show, Luke. Uh, Thanks for joining us, man. Like I was just talking to you about, I've uh, gone away from conversations from quarantine and I I think I'm going to go with rolling through. (laughs) Um, So for for those... Yeah, yeah. So for those of um, those of the people out here listening that haven't had the pleasure of meeting you yet, um, tell everyone about you, man. 
Yeah, man, for sure. Thanks for having me, by the way. Uh, no, no worries. A brown belt from, uh, from Legion in Cannington there. Been training for about, no, about 10 years, probably. Um, well, under Grayson West. Um, competed a lot from like white to purple. Um, and then just competed once, uh, brown in Brazil. So follow. That was a good journey. Um, I, outside of Jiu Jitsu, I'm a mechanical fitter by trade. Uh, I've been doing that for about 11 years. Um, I've got a beautiful missus and a daughter. Uh, I've got a cat named Tom. And uh, I've also got humble fightwear that I'm working on at the moment. So, nice, yeah, man. Nice. That's it in a nutshell, anyway. I pictured you as a dog man. <laughs> well, to be honest, I actually do like dogs, but, man, they just dig holes and... Fuck. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not about that life, man, you know? But um, oh, man. I thought I wasn't a cat person, but now that I've got one, he's held chilled and like, you don't have to do anything, man. They just chill the fuck out and they relax with you. And, you know, when you want to give them a pat, they're all down for that. So, yeah, I'm growing <laughs> on it. It's growing on me, man, you know? Yeah, nice, nice. So, I'm, I know, I'm familiar with the whole fucking dogs and digging holes and shit. We've just got that new pup <laughs> and, man, he's such a good dog, but fuck, he can dig and chew. He's a good-looking dog, though, man. He's a good yeah, he is, dog. man. He is. He's a good dog, man. So you mentioned you've been training. So what was it, 10 years now? Have you been uh, under Grayson the whole time? or? Yeah, so I, I got me blue belt from Grayson. Um, and then Mike Featherstone opened up um, Calamunda Legion. So I was yep. living in Forestwood at the time. So it was, it was a bit more convenient to just go straight to, to Calamunda there. And I was actually his first student. So like when he first started, it was just me and Mike, you know what I mean? It would be like a private lesson, which was great because I was only a blue belt then and getting private lessons from, I think he was brown or maybe he was black at the time, I can't remember. Um, like a private lesson. He was a guru at the time when I was working with him, so I loved it, you know. Um, and then it started growing and growing and like now he's moved to, to the hills there. And man, if you haven't been there, definitely go there. It's, it's a beautiful uh, gym and a lot of people train there now. So I, I But then I moved from Forestfield uh, back to Thornley. I bought a house in Thornley, so... I was in Thornley and he moved all the way to Midland and it didn't make sense to travel that far to go to training when I could go to Cannington and all the beasts are at Cannington, you know? So like, um, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Scotty, man, fuck that dude, man. He's, 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 <laughs> guys, like, guys like that and, and then a few others, you know, you want to be around those dudes, you know? So um, I went back to Cannington and I've been there probably the last couple of years, I think now, or last year, yeah, something like that. So then I... So did, did- did you go back to Cannington uh, as a brown belt, yeah, or? Uh, I went back as a brown belt, yeah, correct. So I got my brown from Mike and then I went back as a brown. Yeah, nice, nice. No, That's well, all right. The Legion's a good club, man, you know, a lot, a lot of tough guys there at Cannington. So it brings it back yeah, up. there is, man. Some fucking savages, eh? Savages, bro, but it's so yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... You said you've uh, you've competed a fair bit um, right way through to purple belt. Sort of before we go on to your brown belt and your experience in uh, Brazil, like I know you've told me a bit about that, so I'll leave that story for you in a minute. But what uh, accomplishments? What was the biggest sort of event you competed in up to purple? Like uh, I was state, so I got state. Uh, I think it was uh, blue. Um, and then I just did heaps of invitationals and the, the no geese and then stuff like that. When, when I was competing, um, like in white and blue and stuff, like there wasn't really big comps apart from like the Oz comp uh, and the, um, the state and stuff like that. But now you've got uh, ADCC trials and all that sort of stuff. That's, that's been going for 
is now. So, like, there's bigger comps than Perth, but Perth-wise, yeah, that's about it. Did a lot of the BJJ for life comps as well. Uh, I won a, won a few of those. Um, yeah. Yeah, local, locally-wise, man, um, in Perth, we don't, we don't get it as good as the rest of the world at some comps, you know what I mean? But it's still good. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I um the BJJ for life comps, yeah, they're good fun. <laughs> yeah, they are. No, they are good fun. I actually preferred it, man. Because like whenever you're in a bad situation, you didn't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? Because it's like yeah. No so you know you don't you don't start thinking like oh damn it like I'm in the, you know some guys uh by control oh shit it's just like oh no it's cool like it doesn't matter I can get out of this and put this or even get the stuff back. You know? Yeah, not yeah. Too bad. Have you? Have you um have you done any of Adam's new comps like the uh, progression from he went from BJJ Life to the SGT tournaments that he's running now? Have you been a part of them? Man, I was actually that was that um, remember that time I said to you, oh man, like we need to catch up when I get back from up north because uh, I'm going to go into that that comp. Was it the round robin one that he's doing? And you got and it's mm. like if you don't submit, then you you don't get a gold medal, or you don't yeah, get yeah. A medal. Sorry, yeah yeah, it's something with you don't get a medal. I can't remember exactly how it works. So you've got to get a submission. Even if you even if you dominate the guy all around, someone else has got a submission, they'll get a goal. It works yeah, well. yeah. So I remember I said to you, oh man, I need to work on my flying armbar, bro. Like, let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, so I went to enter it, but when you go to enter it, you can actually see um, if anyone else has entered in your bracket. And there was no no one had entered as a brown in my weight category. And the only other, the only other one was like Masters three or something so they were, they were quite older blokes and they were like the only other brown belt and um, hey, I was, I was up like, on the old mate yeah <laughs> 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 uh, nothing against them or anything but I, it just motivated me you know what I mean I was like ah you know it's all good so I didn't end up didn't end up entering it yeah 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 but I was so, like, yeah, I'm still going to give it a go though yeah for sure for sure I, um, that's one thing I've sort of got on my list once everything gets back to normal yeah, man, I want to see you compete, brother. I reckon you do well. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, we'll see how we go. Yeah, we'll see man. how we go. So, going on, what what's been uh, your proudest moment? Like your your most proudest accomplishment that you've achieved throughout the journey so far? Oh man, Brazil was unreal, man, and uh, competing there and getting on the on the podium, even that, that was unreal. Because uh, as you know, like uh, I was doing FIFO for about four years, so I'd I'd trained. Fuck all, man. You know. Oh, sorry, man. I'm, I'm not allowed to swear. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's all right. Very <laughs> <Sorry>, my bad. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, again, like getting on the plate, like working FIFO and like um, training. Fuck all, bro. So I'll train as much as I was doing two and one. Uh, trying to train as much as I could when I'm home, but then you have two weeks off, you know. And then you come yeah. back, and the guys have just gone up another level, and you know you're trying to work on what you worked on two weeks ago. You know what I mean? So. There was a yeah, bit of a yeah. in, in, in trying to, to, to get better, but I was just focusing on just, you know, maintaining because that's all I could really do was maintain. Mm. Um, so when I, when I went to first book my tickets for Brazil, like I was just thinking about it and, you know, your subconsciousness kicks in and telling you not to do it because of this reason or that reason. You don't train enough. Uh, you know, you're getting demolished by other guys when you go back to training. Like people in Brazil are just fucking animals. Like it's their AFL, so... Of course, their white belts are going to fucking be amazing. Like, you know, all these thoughts go in your head. But, you know, I got to a point where I was just like, fuck it, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be like 50, 60 years old one day and I'm going to look back and be like, why didn't I go to the country that 
you know, that originates the art that I'm that I'm training in. You know what I mean? Like, I was yes. so young and I could have done it and I didn't do it. And man, that 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 thought process like scares the fuck out of me. Like, I don't want to be older and have regrets. So that's what motivates me to just fucking uh, book the tickets and go ahead with it. And a lot of guys, like a few guys that I was working with, up north, they're like, man, but hardly train, eh? Like, you're gonna go to Brazil and like compete. Barely train. I was like, yeah, man, fuck it. Like, you're right. Like, who cares? I'm not gonna die from it. You know what I mean? Well, actually, going to Brazil, you could probably die, but <laughs> I wasn't thinking that way. But I was like, yeah, fuck it, man. Like, I'll just go there and I'll just get my ass handed to me because you know, there's lessons in that, as we all know. So I was like, man, even if I get my ass handed to me, they're gonna teach me shit that I wouldn't learn here, you know, because. Um, mm. you're very vulnerable when you go there and um, I yeah if anyone does go there try to learn a bit more Portuguese than I, than I fucking do that's just hard yakka man like because I'm, I'm a quite chatty bloke like when I meet people like oh I'll, I'll chat with Brandon at the shopping centre if you're if it's you and me chilling at the bus stop you know like we'll walk away and you'll be your best mate you know what I mean like I'll, I'll talk to anyone so yeah. when I was there and I couldn't do that I felt really isolated because even at the shops, like, I couldn't talk to anyone or, like, people would try to talk to me and I'd just feel hell bad because I'd just look at them with a blank look and be like, what the fuck are you saying, man? Like, <laughs> and, like, I couldn't give them anything back and I felt hell bad, you know? Like, I, I remember I learned, Desculpa muito um portuguesa, which means, like, uh, sorry, um, Portuguese is very bad, you know? And I'll just say that and speak, bro. Like, I was a master of fucking saying that sentence <laughs> Uh, that's all. That's all I had, you know. I, like I, I did, did teach myself a few words and and things like that. But when they talk back to you, man, it's a different ball game, you know. So yeah, yeah going, to, going to Brazil and and uh, training at um, Damien Myers club and training with all the boys there, um, and then competing and, and getting a silver medal with having hardly any training like leading up towards it. Um, that was that was a yeah, it was a good. It was a good feeling, you know, because uh, I proved to myself that, you know, you, even though I chucked myself in the deep end, you know, you were quite sure, man, you know, that's the best part about it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I remember seeing your uh, Instagram stories and that when you first got over there. You were like, I've just landed in Brazil. I know no fucking Portuguese. I think you had no phone or some shit. <laughs> oh, no. oh, fuck. <laughs> my bank, for some reason, cancelled my car. I That's right. That I was going there, you know, like I've called him and I told him, <laughs> no worries. One job, man. Just fucking yeah. Luke's going to Brazil and there's going to be fun coming out. You know what I mean? If someone didn't do it or something happened, yeah. I couldn't get Ubers, like, couldn't even, yeah. Oh, man. It was hectic, but it was fucking it was a beautiful experience, man. Brazilian people are amazing people, man. Like, we yeah. are snobs, bro. Like, straight up. Australians are snobs, man. Like, you go to Brazil, these people knew that they couldn't talk to me, right? When I walked in the gym, like, when I, well, when I planned to go there, I didn't even really have a gym to go to, right? I was just going to go door knock. But I did, yeah. I, did you know, I was like, fuck it. Like, I, I got in contact with Damien's um, gym in, um, in Sao Paulo, and I was emailing him, and they're like, yeah, yeah no worries, come around, uh, and uh, come check it out. Then I didn't talk to him, and then I rocked up on, like, a Saturday. And I think that's when Damien caught so the gym was closed, right? And um, oh. I, I, yeah, so I was sitting out front of the gym, but I didn't know this at the time. And I thought, oh, fucking class must start pretty, pretty late. It's like lunchtime. I was like, oh, man, like, 
these guys train or what? So I'm sitting out there for ages, man, like just waiting for someone to rock up and then eventually car pulls up and luckily it was actually the gym manager that didn't speak English. So I'm trying to, <laughs> like, I'm trying to like, the emails that I've got and I'm trying to like use Google Translate but then it started not working and like luckily um, he got his, his wife over and she spoke a bit of broken English so I got to explain to her, oh, I spoke to someone, they said I could train here for paying money and then he's like, oh yeah, no worries, come in, come in and then uh, I paid him and then yeah, training went from there. Yeah, right. Fucking hell. So it was a, uh, it got off to a good start, eh? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I was, but I was kind of, I was kind of expecting something like that, man. Like communication is so, like, is such an important, um, what is it? way in life, you know what I mean? If you don't have it, man. Pretty yeah, hard, yeah. Pretty hard to get around, especially going to a country where, um, you don't know anyone, you don't know where you are. Can't communicate yeah. Something like that. Yeah, for, sh- for sure, man. Like I know, I know and travels I've been on and the Brazilians I've been I've dealt with, they've all been well, in America, right? So their English is fucking next level. Or the one the other guys like the guys in Singapore, like still really good English compared to what you would have experienced. But yeah, when you get to somewhere as well and your bank cards don't work and you, you know, the last <laughs> trip I went to Singapore, I might like, checked into the hotel, went to pay for the rooms, and then they're like, Oh, sorry, card doesn't work. What do you mean? <laughs> it's four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was oh, lucky. You want that dirty feed after a big night, eh? Oh man, man! I just flown <laughs> in. Like, I was lucky the the accommodation had been booked from the next day because it was part of the package, right? So that's always booked and planned and paid for well in advance. But the night before, I was like, oh, I'll just book it and pay it when we get there. Got there, card didn't work. They're like, oh, you can't come in. Fuck. So I rang the bank and. Four o'clock in the morning, I've just got off a plane, I'm tired as fuck, and I've got the bank going, what do you mean you're in Singapore? I fucking told you I was in Singapore. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it should work. It should work now. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a pain, especially like you were so hungry too, man. That yes, man. Pain. Oh, no. Yeah, it was the and worst. Got, but... got it sorted in the end, though, eh? Yeah, yeah, got it sorted, mate. And then the next morning, you know, that. so that was – I think by the time I got it sorted, it was about 4.30, quarter to five. Manager, I just went straight to bed, man, and I was awake again by like, I think we had an hour sleep before the first class. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> first class. So, Had you trained there yet or was that like the first class ever? No, I'd, um, it was the first class of that trip. So I had been, that was our second trip to Singapore uh, and evolved. So it was, yeah, I'd been there before. I knew what to expect. Um, they they were expecting us, so it was it wasn't even a case of like, oh look, guys, I've only slept an hour. We'll just go to lunchtime. Like they actually had a group of guys waiting for us to train. It was like, ah, oh, fuck, all right. But um, yeah, man. <laughs> but they make the journey. Those trips, those challenges, man. I reckon they make the journey. Eh? I reckon it makes it all worthwhile. Oh man, big time, man. And like you know, it's it's such a good lesson. You know what I mean? That because you, you don't that, that won't really happen to you here at home. And if it does, like. You know, you've got other ways of sorting it out, you know, and you borrow the card or, you know, you borrow, you know, money here or there or whatever. It's quite very easy. But when you're sold yeah. by yourself, man, yeah, it's like, like people would know, people have done bigger trips with my Brazilian trip, but I'm sure there's like a way worse obstacles that we both encountered, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I, had a, I actually had a, a mate of a mate who actually got kidnapped in Brazil. Um, but- but he was, but he fucked up because he tried to buy drugs. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you're an idiot, mate. Like, if you're going to go try and buy drugs 
in Brazil. There's a big chance <laughs> the guy's buying it. Probably or a gun under my age. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, it's way worse situation. But no, 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 it was good, man. And like the guys there, like they're fucking they're amazing, man. Like the no gay class there. Like in the gay class, I was I thought I did pretty well. You know what I mean? I was tapping out. I actually tapped out a couple of browns as well. I didn't tap out any black though. So fucking wasted it. But um. I thought I was doing pretty well, and like I didn't think anyone could qu- would question my gi game, and no- it didn't seem like anyone did. But the no gi bro, because they got heaps of MMA guys that fight out of there, and a lot of them are undefeated. And the, yeah, the no-gi, like I was coming back to the class, and like I'd sit in my room, and I'd just be like, "Fuck!" Like it felt like a train ran through me. You know what I mean? These guys were <laughs> fucking strong, right? So I said yeah. to, to one of the guys, um, he's actually. Um, Shogun uh, pad holder, and he, he does striking with Shogun and stuff like that. Like uh, Shogun's offsider, he's usually yeah, yeah. Um, I was saying to him, I was like, man, like this no gi class is unreal, man. Like I do pretty well in the gi, but I think anyway, the no gi, like man, the guys are so good. And, yeah, because he was saying like, well, this is what I thought he was, he was trying to say. He actually didn't speak too bad English, but he was saying, yeah, because sixty percent of that class are world champions. And I was like, fucking no wonder, man. <laughs> These guys are unreal and they were fucking, they were, they were giving it out, you know. But um, I learned a lot from them, though, you know, because they, they were very giving in their knowledge. Yeah, stuff. that's awesome. And, and the beautiful thing about Jiu-Jitsu, man, is like, I, even though I couldn't speak um, Portuguese, like, when, I, when they were explaining the, the um, technique, you could still understand what they were saying, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. how great you don't even have to know the language. You know, you can you can read the body language, you can see what it's doing with the arm and that, and you could work it out. That was probably the easiest part of the whole trip was doing the technique, even though it wasn't in English. It's just that because you, you could work out what they were trying to say or what to do and, and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get stuck with stuff or like, uh, like when you were actually in class, or was it all relatively like pretty flowy? No, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty flowy. Uh, I was also pretty blessed with um, Ryan Ford from um, Grappling Central podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was training there as well. So when he was in class, he, he was nice enough to like repeat it in English, you know what I mean? So that helped me shitload. Oh, um, that's awesome, yeah. Yeah, and, we, and me and him would train together and uh, roll together and stuff like that. So that, that also helped a lot. Um, but man, on that topic, so me and um, Askin and like Damien was in the in the gym like every day after which was great I could meet him and speak to him every day hang out with him have a chat um, which, was, which was yeah which was mind blowing man Damien Meyer right what a weapon yeah 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 he, he taught a ex guard uh, class and man this is how nice this dude was bro he would say it in Portuguese and then he would directly just look at me and he'd explain it while he's laying down doing the technique in English, bro, just for me. Everyone else could, could know what he was talking about in Portuguese. But just for me, knowing that I was from Australia, he would look at me and he'd redo the technique, man. And I was like, man, this guy's unreal. Like, what a top bloke, you know what I mean? That, yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, man, he's a nice dude, man. Nice, nice bloke. But, um, yeah, I was looking forward to catching his seminar uh well, I think it was in, meant to be in April, but uh, yeah, obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, that's good. And also, Cyborg was when it comes up, wasn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, there was a few. Hey, there was a few good uh, good seminars coming up, but uh, oh, I'm sure they'll get rescheduled. Yeah, exactly right, man. So they'll definitely come. But 
I know that it's pretty bad over there at the moment. Still, my mate over there at the moment actually, um, he got coronavirus. His sister got coronavirus, and his dad got coronavirus. But luckily, they've all they've all pulled through it. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Eh? I was I was talking to another fellow over there as well. Um, and I don't know what part of Brazil he was in, but he was saying that it's all good where he is. Like they're all they're like right. in the part where he was. He's like, yeah, it's all good here. It's okay. Oh, fuck, in the pub. Right. <laughs> hey, they're in the, the pub, so they all their pubs are open, are they? No, no, no. He said it was all good. Like, oh, okay, sorry. What's that? Oh, we've had a bit of a fucking technical glitch. What was that? <laughs> no, I thought you said that the old drink, like the, the pub will drink out the bubbles up say it was all good. Oh, no, 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 no. He just said the area where he is is um was all, is you know, all pretty well normal. I was like, fuck, you're seeing on the news, like all the shit that's going on in Sao Paulo and that. Like, Whoa, man. But, um, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Obviously, Brazil is a big country, but, yeah. Yeah, no, you're definitely right, man, for sure. It is, and, it, like, there's so many people crammed in, like, one spot, you know, but you get that with a lot of countries, uh, uh, unfortunately, you know what I mean? Like, oh, there are a lot of people but I did notice like the heaps of like places with brick walls and barbed wire, man. Like everyone's mm. trying to keep it right now, man. I actually didn't know that I put my room right next to the favelas because <laughs> I got no there. shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I got, yeah. I got Airbnb and stayed with these uh, these two blokes. And um, as, as Ryan told me, uh, I explained to Ryan where I was living. He's like, "Oh man, the favelas are across the road." And I was like, "Oh shit." And I had to walk the training every day. It was about, about a half an hour, 45 minute walk one way. And I'm walking. So it was a, like, so it was a 20 minute run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If I wanted to, fuck, I'm going to train and didn't want to run, that's for sure. But, yeah, uh, fuck. Yeah, but when I like the night cars as well, I would walk them back. It'd be like, it's dark, you know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck, here we go. And this one time, um, uh, this Brazilian fellow ran up behind me and he's grabbing my arm and he's like yelling at me in Portuguese, going, ah. And, I, and I'm saying, you know, me little one-liner, you know, just super, just super, uh, Portuguese, you know, trying to, <laughs> that's all I'm back at it. I'm like, fuck, this guy's going to stab me and what's going down? And he's like, grab me. And then, like, he's done it for so long that I'm just going, oh, whatever, man. Like, fuck, like, I'm telling you, I don't know Portuguese. So I just started walking off, you know. And he's following behind me, still going off, going off. And then I just kept walking. And then he eventually just gave up and he just walked off. And I was like, oh, sweet. All right. And then, yeah, it was, it was all good. I thought he was going to run up behind me or, or um, you know, try and jack me or something. But nah, it ended up, I don't know what he was trying to say. But it, it must have been important because he, he walked pretty far with me. So I, was <laughs> yeah, I ended up just giving up. So yeah, it worked out well. Touched the bullet, I hope. Yeah, fuck it out. Jeez, that's crazy. So yeah. the, that trip to uh, Brazil, was that your first like training trip or had you been anywhere else before? No, yeah, that was that was definitely my first. I was actually, well, within Australia, I went and trained um, in Melbourne at Tenth Planet over there. So I don't oh, know, yeah? Yeah, so I don't know if you're with, with Frank. Yeah, um, yeah, I yeah. Know, but, uh, yeah, I guess it's still traveling, isn't it? So, yeah. No, I went to went to Tenth Planet first and then you went to Brazil. The guys over there, I know, I know, I know the, man, electric chairs all day, man, those fellas. Fucking Tenth Planet, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was, that was good, um, yeah, but yeah, no, man, it was good. 
No, that's all right. That's all right. So when you were when you're in Brazil, like I know you, you do a bit of striking in that as well. Did you did you mix it up over there with the striking, or did you just purely train jiu-jitsu? Uh, there was one of my mates that I come um, well became good mates with. He was actually the, the Muay Thai coach, and I seen the class, and the actually it wasn't really. It would look like a lot of beginners, and there was uh, you know a lot of older people and things like that. So I didn't I didn't really engage in that. Where there was they, they had because they had their own MMA sort of class that was with all the with all the fighters and stuff. Um, yeah, and they, yeah. They, they invited me. Um, and I was planning on going a couple of times, but because I was training so much with just, just, just in the comp that I was um, um, enrolled in was coming up, I just really fixated on, on jiu-jitsu because I just had my goal in mind of getting on that podium in, in, um, in Brazil, you know what I mean? Like I was, I was working really hard on, on um, getting gold over there. So I was really fixated on that. So no, I didn't do much striking, but I, can't, yeah. I, do, regret, I do regret that I, um, that I didn't. Yeah, for sure. Um, are you, you competed against a black belt as well. Was that right? Like- yeah, man. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah. I know, man. Life throws is in San Jose, but no, I think it's pretty common over there, though, to be honest. To mix the oh, mixed divisions. Yeah, yeah. I think it's... But that's not how this one works, but I think it is pretty common. But with my no-game match, so I, I went in no-game, I went in the so my no-game match is the morning. And... Um, the bracket. So there was no one except for this one dude in the no gate, uh, in my brown or in his division. He was six kilos heavier than me and he was a black belt and they moved him down to, to versus me. So we had so we got a match because we had no one else. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. How many kilos did you say? He was six kilos heavier. I think six. he was Yeah, because I was like eighty, I think, and yeah, he was like eighty six or something like that. Um, which it didn't really bother me. I'm like, yeah, cool, you know, whatever. So he, you know, yeah, six kilos is a lot, but you know, in jiu-jitsu, you know, it's not really that much. Um, so mm. I was like, yeah, cool, let's do it. And when I seen him, I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely like heavier than me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was actually a really nice dude. But when we, so when we had our match, um, he the first takedown that he got on me, he I stuffed the first one, but the second one he got, he, he picked me up and he all slammed me onto the outside of the uh, mat border and I smashed my head on the concrete floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So smashed me head on the concrete floor, and everyone went, "Ooh!" Like the whole thing <laughs> fucking went, yeah, and like it rattled the fuck out of me. But um, you know, the adrenaline kicked in, and I kind of shook it off. And he was apologetic about it, and he helped me up there and all that. Um, and then soon as when the the ref slapped us in again, man, he just went straight away, and like I just wasn't ready for it. I was trying to get there, and that he picked me up and he, he put me on his back. Um, and then we're we're, we're fucking around in my guard a bit. So I got the over the overhook on his on his uh, right arm, and then I controlled his wrist, and I was like, "Oh man, like it is a triangle, you know." And I'd always slap this one on you at at Legion, so I slapped it on. But, but where I fucked up is that I slapped it on, and I didn't grab my shin to control his posture. So as I slapped uh-huh. it on, I only just locked it under my knee, and man, he just like exploded straight out of it. You know what I mean? And, and then it was gone. And then we were playing around in the guard. He was trying to pass, was trying to keep, and then. Um, he got the he won by those two takedowns by the by the point. Um, oh so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was, I was pretty gutted because I was like I was like oh man I had that triangle but you know those fundamentals I just I was just too chilled you know what I mean going from like because I hadn't competed for a while like there's two different types now like there's there's that training and then there's that um, competitive sort of um, edge you got to have 
and you haven't competed for a while, you forget that you've got to be really quick and really um, you know, strong with every movement, you know, because the other guy is going to try to explode. So where when you're yeah. training, you can kind of flow a bit more. And it's, it's not, it's, it's not relaxed, but it's not competition, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. Guys behave differently. And I was just stuck in that sort of training sort of flow. So when I slapped it on, like I slapped it on, but I wasn't really thinking about, oh, man, he's going to be like a, a bull that just got his head chopped off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and that's, and that's where I failed. But now every time I slap the triangle on, bro, bang, straight on the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Grab it as soon as it's on, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely, man. So there, bang, left and land. You know what I mean? So that was what I walked away um, from. It. But you know, the comps over there are crazy, man. That's a great atmosphere. Like, I walked in and they're all, everyone's screaming in Portuguese. It was quite intimidating. And they're all yeah. like smashing on the fences and, oh, my, hey, sick, man. And I walked in there and, like, I'm like, how do I find out when my, like, where's my division? Like, I'm trying to use Google Translate. Like, they're, they're shouting, like, weight categories and belt categories over the, over the speaker. But, man, it's in Portuguese. So, like, it means nothing to me. Um, yeah, so what I, did, so I found this, this brown belt. Look, I knew he was a brown belt because uh, he had his gear on and stuff. And um, I said, Well, he looks about my size, he's got a brown belt. So I just followed this guy around the whole stadium, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he must have just been thinking, What's this dude doing? Because I'd grab my, if he got up and moved, I'd grab my bag and then I'd go sit in the stand where I could see him. And then I'd do it again because I'm like, <laughs> I had no other way of like, finding out. Uh, when my time was, you know, so when he would go to the line where the fighters were lining up, I'd go, I went up behind him and then I'd try to like say to him, like, you know, is now the right time using Google Translate, you know, brown belt, you know, uh, 79 kilos, uh, and um, eventually, yeah, I, I, I got through and, and um, competed. But um, the, the gi mat was um, later in the Arvo and that, and that went, that went a bit better. Um, so the power, the power actually went out to the whole stadium. Um, the guy, <laughs> yeah. the guy um, that got gold, he fought his first fight. It was out of four of us, so he fought his first fight. Um, and then the power went out for about half an hour. Um, there's guys running around, you know, trying puzz and, you know, you know, people yelling out and the whole place is like gone. Not dark because it was the other, but like, you know, pretty darkish. Um, yeah. And, you know, but this guy that was going for gold, he had like a half an hour rest. And I was like, damn it, man, this guy, I'm, like, I'm probably going to fire him. And, you know, he's had a half an hour rest. But, you know, whatever, it is what it is. Car comes back on, then I have my match. I have my match. Um, I tap the guy with a uh, Americana from yep. uh, Sight Control. Uh, got him with that. And then I've come off. And I, was, I had about maybe a uh, few minutes. You know, like the usual comp stuff. You only have a few, few minutes for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I versed him. And I, it was going well, man. Like, it was going well. And I actually had a choke on him. I call it the Thornley Rape Choke that I use. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, it's not, if anyone else knows it. And, uh, I'm sorry if I've replaced it with a shit name. But uh, it's what I usually do. And I haven't seen anyone uh, really do it that much. Because it's actually a really uh, low percentage uh, choke. But... I don't know. I seem to get it somehow, but um, you know, you're in someone's guard and you, you push their lapel across their throat and your knuckles to the mat. But I usually trap um, one of their legs with my elbow and thigh so they can't kick the leg over to go for the armbar. Oh um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so I usually trap that so they can't go for the armbar, and then their other their uh, left hand, I'll I'll pull pull straight to pretty much my ear, and then I'll push the left hand straight to the mat, and I'll just hold them in that position, and I'll, I'll fucking shake around, I shake around, and then they eventually tap. But this dude, um, I had that position. He he was gasping for air, bro, and I was like, yes, gold medal, baby, Brazil, your money. <laughs> I don't, you know, he was asking like a fish out of his water, his eyes were bloody watering and shit. I was like, yes, you're mine. But then I don't know what he did. I can't really remember what he did, but he's thrown, he's kicked me off balance and I, I've fallen over to the side and I've let go and he's, he's come up and um, my, my arms were gassed, man. I put everything into that joke, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So we, 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 we were fucking around for a bit and stuff like that. But then he ended up getting my back and he had my back for like the last, I think it would have been minute or two minutes um, and he, he, he won from those points and I ended up getting silver uh, but yeah lovely dude man we're both very fucked after it um, yeah I bet fucking hell sounds like a war yeah but the cops there man like I haven't experienced it like that uh, here in Perth because I, I remember back in the um, when I was like white or blue belt there was one guy from um, Delaheva I think he was an old Brazilian dude and he used to stomp on the fence um, at the cops here at Perth and be screaming and yelling and he actually got told off for it and he wasn't allowed to do it so like <laughs> yeah so it's one more two to you in Brazil they're, they get encouraged like the place is electric man it's like it's like an AFL game man it's unreal yeah yeah I've seen footage eh? and like with their team chants and all that sort of stuff like yeah, yeah exactly man 100% and like yeah, if one of the guys to sweep or something yeah. That's awesome, man. Would have been a fucking good time. Yeah, that was great, man. Great. Yeah, nice. So, what do you have? You got any uh, any more plans to travel and train in the future, or? Yeah, man. When are we going? Well, yeah, I was about to say. Obviously, apart from Hawaii, but apart from that, and now not at this point. I mean, because I got the I got uh, humble going at the moment that's my uh, focal point so I've been working a lot on humble uh, flight wear and getting that up and you know getting that in the mix and getting some gear out so I'm not saying no I definitely I definitely want to return to uh, Brazil and, and you know cracking yeah yeah there again yeah. and stuff like that but, um, yeah for sure I think man Brazil I think is uh is definitely uh, it's a place where everyone wants to go away eh? like I know for me like with the trips and with the getaways and stuff that I'm doing, Brazil is definitely like, it's probably one of the later ones. Like my goal is to get 11 trips a year together. Um, but Brazil is one of the last ones that I definitely want to put like the, the cherry on the pie on the top, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. But I mean, so, like even though Brazil um, is amazing, like the, the rest of the world is catching up, bro. You know what I mean? Like, oh man. Yeah. 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 Like I, I'm sure like, America and all that, the there, well, as we know, but from the Yeah. Now, yeah. Know. Like San Diego, man. San Diego is fucking amazing. Like the schools and the, the instructors and the, just the quality of people that are in San Diego is amazing. Like even Miami's fucking doing really good now. Like I, I was planning yeah. to take a trip over there uh, in 2021 um, towards the end. Like I think I was looking at October. Obviously, I've put plans on hold for organizing any new trips. So I've just got Hawaii. Uh, well, and Singapore, but um, yeah, man, there's so many places. Like even in Europe, there's places over there that are like you know top quality grapplers. Like oh, it's just 
the world's our oyster as a grappler, you know, when it comes to traveling and training now. Hundred percent, man. And like, it's really, really good what you're doing, man, with how you're trying to integrate. Like, it's just so easy for everyone to go train at these gyms, you know, with what you're doing. Like, some of the big name gyms that you go to, people are intimidated and, and they don't want to do the effort of like, you know, calling up the gym and asking all out of train and finding out classes and sort of all those sorts of things. So where you know, with what you're bringing, you know, it's like pay for the ticket and you come for the ride. You know what I mean? And like, that's yeah. Really like, it's awesome what you're doing, man. It's really, really yeah. Good. Thanks, bro. Cheers. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. It's for sure. And it's just it's spreading jiu-jitsu worldwide and uh, making people better and encouraging them to keep doing it. Man. It's awesome. Man. Good on you. That's, yeah, thanks, man. Thank you. Anyway, well, let's go back to you. Um, yeah. Humble. Humble Fightwear. How did that come about? What's the what's your plans? What's your vision? All that sort of thing. Yeah, cool, man. Um, so I've always... I'm, like when I was in primary school, uh, I'd always, you know, like drawing and I was always known as the kid that was like a good drawer. You know, other kids would get would ask me to like draw on their organizer, like cartoons and, and things like that. So like I've always, I've always had like a, a bit of an arty side to me and like I always used to, um, you know, it was one of the things that I'd always get an A in in like high school and stuff like that because I really enjoyed doing it. So, like, I've always been drawing here and there, not so much now that I'm older, but when I was younger. Um, and then also, the, I guess, like, I guess you can say the fashion side of it. Like, I've always, always like, also, like, taking care of the way I look in, in the sense of how I dress. And I'm kind of a bit of a stick, particular with uh, colours and how, what colour I wear and does it work with that colour and things like that. Like, I don't tell anyone, but when I look in the mirror, I'm like, Nah, that colour doesn't go with these shoes, you know what I mean? I need to I need to try something else, you know, it's gotta look good. So Bro, I, I do that too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. You take pride in your appearance. Yeah, hundred percent, man. It's gotta flow, yeah. it's gotta look good and like not for anyone else, just for yourself, you know. You look in the mirror and you go, That looks nice. Oh, that's a nice outfit, you know what I mean? The colours look Yeah, yeah. So yeah. oh yeah, I've, I've always had that side and I always used to like fly over to Melbourne to shop just at culture things before they came to Perth. Um yeah. You know, go there, spend some money and come over with some good gear. Uh, and then, you know, I, I thought about starting a, a clothing line, but that, that market is fucking massive, right? Really, <laughs> really hard to get involved in. So I'm not saying that uh, Fightwear is not either, but it's something that I know and that I've got contact with, you know what I mean? So um, I thought, well, why don't I uh, try getting into some Fightwear? And, um, you know, it's that I'm, I'm passionate about. Um, you know, I've got a bit of creativity inside of me as well as I, I like clothing and, and being a first impression being the best impression. So I kind of combine them all together and work out, yeah, I'm going to go for it, man. So, um, yeah, I've been working really hard on, on, uh, on that and learning on how to use all the design programs and stuff like that. Cause to be honest, man, I, I didn't have a clue how to, to use any design and like, um, Illustrator or anything like that. So, I just watched hours of uh, YouTube videos for myself and then um, started designing. But we've actually, the design side of it, I actually got a friend from Brazil. Um, he's come on board and he's worked for Coral, uh, Vulcan and KVRA. So he's, he's worked for them as a, as a designer. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, so he's jumped on board and he's, he's helped me with designs of 3D modeling and things like that. And it's just blown it to another level, um, design-wise and, and advertising-wise and things like that. So it's good, man. Like as well as I'm learning, getting better, I've got a guy um, that's 
worked for the big brands, you know what I mean? And uh, he helps me and, and he also does some designs for me, things like that. So, um, yeah, it's growing quick, man. I, man, it's like, it's crazy. It's growing quick. I only put up the Facebook page like a month ago and I'm already, we're already nearly um, 1,500 followers and likes. It's only been for like four weeks. I'm like, damn, man, this, man, it must be something going on here. Like, uh, yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, so it's going all right, man. It's good. And um, I, I envision to, um, you know, to, to be supplying to around uh, Australia. I've got a mate in Brazil who is interested in distributing some um, hoodies over in Sao Paulo for me. So I'm looking at um, sending some, uh, some hoodies and some gear over there. Um, he's, he's got quite a he, – he used to work for a Rashi company as well. So he's got a lot of good contacts there and he says that he can help out with that. So – so hopefully we one day be doing to Brazil, um, Australia. I'd love to be Australia wide with that. Um, and also, I want to like with with the gyms here in Perth. Like I want to be able to help like the gyms around Perth uh, with their gear. Be like, you know, I'll take care of of designing, buying your gear, your rash guards, and all those things. You just focus on your service to your members. You just focus on your training and your teaching, and I'll take care of all your apparel. You know what I mean? So, you know, we'll design it together. I'll handle all the shipping, all the clearances, that customs and all that. I'll just bring it to your door. And that's so, uh, they don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, one, yeah. I'm actually, uh, Raw Fitness actually got in contact with me and they're interested in me designing their gear. So, uh, we're... Oh, bro, the- that's wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome, man. Um, <clears throat> the defense um, part of their business, uh, Defense Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's awesome. So yeah, I'm talking with Payne at the moment about that. Um, and yeah, man. So they're like the things that I'm working on at the moment. Seems to be going well. Like, I haven't even brought out the fire yet, bro. You know the design. Yeah. Designs, <laughs> the designs I've got on the on the web page are just like the, the the first few I brought out. You know what I mean? But now I'm getting some fire from Gabe over in uh, Sao Paulo, and I'm like I'm itching this to to post these things, and I want to release these things, and I'm like. Now, if I post it all, and then there's not going to be anything for uh, the next amount, um, the next amount of um, designs that I bring out. So, you know, to the people listening, if you like what I've got there at the moment, check it out on the website if you like it. There's some fire coming. Don't worry, we got some good shit coming. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, what's your website, man? You want to just uh, let people know what that is? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So, it's www.humblefightwear.com. Uh, if you type it into your browser, it will pop up. Is it is it um just .com or .au? Ah, yes. Good point, man. Jeez, I fucked that up, didn't I? Yeah, it's AU. <laughs> it is AU? Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scratch you back, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you put that in your browser, you ain't going to find shit. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and on Instagram, it's uh, Humble Fightwear and also on Facebook, uh, Humble Fightwear as well. Um, yeah, follow us, like us if you could. Um, your locals that'd be awesome you're awesome and um, yeah. have you got a um, have you got a humble fight where TikTok man I want to see you doing like fucking dances and shit in your rashies and shorts <laughs> <laughs> hey, there'll be some promo videos coming out and stuff like that definitely yeah wicked no that's cool man that's awesome COVID that's good um, COVID slows me down you know so yeah yeah as a you know there's no point jumping straight back into a market where people are not so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, sorry, I know you said um, like that you wanted to do all the geese and gear and stuff like that for um, 
for gyms around Perth. But are you, is that something that you're going to bring out through your brand as well? Or are you going to sort of focus more on the casual wear, the T-shirts, maybe the rashies here and there? Or will you be also doing gi drops as well? Yeah, no, I want to be, want to be doing both, bro. So when I do design equipment and stuff like that, it's not going to be related to my, um, to my brand. Like I'm not going to be saying to them, oh, I'm only going to design it if I can put my logo somewhere. And like, no, no, no. Like, it's purely just the design side of it and the supply side of it. Ah, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it, it'll be completely there, Gabe, with, with all their logos and everything like that. But me and Gabe will, will um, design it. Um, and, you know, and, you know, they enjoy it. I can, I can get it made um, and brought over. Mm. Um, and then there'll be my stuff that'll be actual humble fightwear and that will be separate, yeah. Ah, oh, nice, yeah. So, two sort of separate arms, but all working together, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly, man, for sure. And, uh, you know, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And, um, you know, the best part about the gear that I've been bringing in is that when I went through a selection process of um, you know, which manufacturer I was going to use, and I went through about four, I think four or five um, different companies, and I got samples made. And this one company that I've gone with, man, um, oh, man, the geese are really, really nice. Uh, they're a bit more, a bit more dear, of course, you've got to pay a bit more to get their quality. Um, yeah, yeah. But it won't be showed in the end price or something that I'll be paying but um, yeah the geese are just really nice the, the rashies are really really nice next time I see you bro I'll, I'll bring some around and you can check them out but yeah it's, it's really nice stuff man um, yeah. I'm, I'm very very proud to, to rep it yeah no that's awesome man I'm, uh, I look forward to seeing them you have to bring them down uh, we'll have to have a kick of the footy sometime soon yeah man for sure bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. Good old kick of the footy, eh? Does anyone yeah. do that in the days? Oh, bro, I don't know. I've been kicking the footy since about, uh, I don't know, 25th of March this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure there's a lot that play footy. Yeah, that's it. Just kicking it into the wall, you know? Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm, like, I'm definitely keen to have a look at your gear, man. Like, I'm super excited for you. Yeah, no, awesome. Thank you, man. Uh, there was, there was, there's another thing that, uh, you know, Jamil from Coffee. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and him are looking at working together as well with his open mat and stuff like that. Uh, I want to look at sponsoring him uh, with his open mat and try to make that a bit more of a, more of a defense sort of uh, situation. Um, yeah. Like, like, I've seen him, like, he's doing a great job, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he is, like, man, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he is, man, you know? And um, I'd like to get a DJ down there or something, you know what I mean? Because what goes better than having a role with a great view, you know, with your mate, than fucking good tunes, you know what I mean? Like, if you're yes, man. at the beach or wherever you are, and you're having a role, that's a fucking great time in my book, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, for sure, man. So that's like funny. That, like, that... I wanna... Sorry, man. No, no, I was just saying, it's funny seeing what Jamil's doing, man. I like, I think it's brilliant. And it's very similar to how Free Rollers first started, you know. Like, that was, when I first started Free Rollers, it was a case of, well, how can I get people that I don't know together? And it was more of a, it was a, I look at it, it was, it was selfish when I started it because I wanted to meet people in the community. I didn't know that many people. I've been training for six months and I was like, Fuck it! I'm just going to buy some mats and throw them down on the beach. Put a Facebook ad up and see who shows up. Yeah, man. No. <laughs> and, that's, that's it. and that's it. And that's the, the people can't be that selfish. I think. It's, I think. No, nah, no. Nah. You know what I mean? Because no one, no one, no one does it. You know what I mean? And like, 
you know, with some of the views that, you know, you'd see that, you know, like when he did that one at South Perth, like, that's awesome. Yes, how good was that? Yeah. That, you know what I mean? That's, that's brilliant. And, it's, you know, you have this bit of food on the side. You go, you have a roll and you chill out with your mate. You know, some music playing in the background. You have a bit of a feed. And then you can go back and have another roll whenever you want throughout the day. You know what I mean? It's, it's you yeah. know, bringing people together. It's bringing other clubs together. Because we're not back in that old school bullshit where, oh, you're from that club. You know, I'm not talking to you. Like, it's not that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're all one now. And yeah. you know, little events like what Jamil's doing is what will bring us in even tighter. Um, and spread the knowledge of jiu-jitsu, you know, and that's, that's what, you know, we, we want. Just makes us stronger, eh, as a community, yeah. yeah. Big, time, big time. So I've, yeah. I've, got, I've got his back, you know, and, and I'm going to help um, him with that and support him and, and hopefully we can get some good locations after this whole situation's going on and, and kind of amplify that as well. So, yeah, there's a lot in the pipe work, man. There's a lot for a humble man. So, yeah, in a year's time, hopefully we'll do another podcast and I'll be able to tell you, all the shit that's been going down, you know what I mean? Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, you know what? It's it's what are we in now, man? It's the twenty seventh of May, so I think I can't tell you off the top of my head, but Hawaii is around this time next year. So fuck it, let's uh, let's pencil in a podcast for um yeah. the beach from fucking Waikiki Beach while we're in Hawaii. Oh <laughs> man, I I'll have to apologise in advance. So- you know, if we're on the beach, bro, I'm going to be popping some caps on those beers, you know what I mean? So, oh, you I'll tell you what, I don't care how uncomfortable you'll be, but I'll be sitting there with me fucking budgie smugglers with a pina colada <laughs> while we're doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, bro, that one of you laying on the couch, yeah, like it was a photo of your, I think it was of your dog or something, you're on the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember I was in tears, man. <laughs> So funny. You, you, you're probably buddies like this right now, aren't you? Probably. Yeah, I am, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're scratching your fucking balls, mate. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I've got the fire. I've got the fire on hot enough so I can just cruise around in the budgies all day, you know? <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, man. Man, that's setting, up a, setting up a partnership with budgie smugglers and free rollers, that was uh, that was one of my biggest accomplishments. I was like, yeah, fucking yeah, righto. When they got on board with that, I thought, yeah, how good is this? <laughs> Did you send them some of your photos, like when you were talking to them about it? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd send them a few, man, um, just over the time. And then when I finally decided to, you know, like get a bit professional about it, our last Singapore trip, there was me and Daz and, you know, we're always in budgie smugglers and always making jokes about rolling in our budgie smugglers and shit. And there's a, there we, had, we had a guy from Queensland, um, Drew, who come over. And then we can we actually converted him to budgies on the trip. He got back to got back to Queensland. I think he's got about eight pair now. <laughs> so man, because I, I remember I remember the day I was in the pool and I said to him, he looked at me, he just shook his head as he's like walking around in his wearable contraception, his board shorts, and um, you know he's looked at me and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then his dad's <laughs> swimming around next to me. It's like, <laughs> and well, mate, not only do they look good. But once you get in the water, you'll never feel fucking comfortable, like as comfortable as you are in a pair of budgies in the water. He's like, I can, I, I can, I can see what you mean with that because when you go for a skinny dip, like, fuck, it feels pretty good, bro. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, he's um, he got back and he's like, oh, I'm gonna try it. So he bought a pair, and then I got, I remember getting a message from him, like sitting on the side of the pool. He's like, you're right. That's all he said. <laughs> you're. 
you're right. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, yeah, like I said, he uh, he ended up, he's now converted and you know, owns a fair few pairs. And that's what I, I sort of said to the team over. In- All right, cool. Back. Sorry, man. Uh, sorry about that little technical glitch. I think we just dropped out. But like I was saying, um, with Drew, yeah, he basically I, I decided to get professional about it and told him what we were doing and they were all for it. I think Hawaii might have been the kicker. <laughs> um, uh, I said to yeah. him, I had to sold our trip to Hawaii and, you know, like if we can get some custom smugglers, not only the smugglers, but for the, the smugglets as well. So the females line. Um, smugglets, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the, the couple of girls that are coming, we're going to get their, well, they'll get their own custom swimwear as well. So no, it's, it's cool. It'll have our logo on it, the Budgie Smugglers logo on it. Um, and it'll be in a uh, unique one-off uh, Hawaiian type design. So that, yeah, it should be sweet. That's awesome, bro. So, what are you you saying? Do we all get one of those? Is that what you're yeah, doing? bro? Sure do. <laughs> oh, man. I'm gonna get it first hand of the the budgie experience, bro. Well, how? What? What better place, too? I know, man. It's yeah, gonna be amazing, bro. It's gonna be so good. But now, great yeah. job on it, man. When I seen uh, when you posted that you got that, I was like, man, this man's on fire. Yeah, no. Fun, <laughs> no, it was cool, man. It was cool. Oh, well, um, we're going to do the club one day, man. We've got to get the humble point where on the ass cheek one day, man. You know, on the do a collab with Speedos or yes, <laughs> for sure, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. So, um, yeah, man. I guess oh, that's pretty well covered, like everything. Anyway, <laughs> just yeah, before we dropped out, nutshell, man. Yeah, that, that yeah. was probably um. The, the app saying, oh, you know, shut the fuck up. We've had enough of you. So, yeah, might yeah. be, might be. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, I've got a question for you. Hey, you mentioned uh, you, you were training predominantly in the gi when you're in Brazil, or, but do you have a preference? Nah, I like both, bro. But, um, no. what I, like, they both have their pros and cons, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I do probably like no gi a little bit more just because it's more realistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I do like Nogi uh, a bit better, but no, nah, I, like, I like both, man. I do. Just like, yeah, but yeah. What about you? What do you like? Tonight? I think and, you always like Nogi. Yeah, yeah. Well, I um, funnily enough, when I first started, I liked gay purely because I had no fucking idea what I could do, what I was doing, um, and I could just hold on. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I, I just hold on and slow shit down, but um. I've been obviously I've worked away pretty much the whole time I've trained jiu-jitsu so as I've sort of progressed and trained I did have a massive preference for gi um but over the last probably 18 months to two years like working in Port Hedland I've been a real transient town there's a lot of people that train come through um but not everyone always has a gi so I've sort of I ended up doing a lot more gi like forced you know what I mean? Um, no gi. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred. And like that's that's when you start like enjoying it, right? When you when yeah. you're enough to start being good at it, and you're like, oh, actually, you know what? I do like this shit. Yeah, and a lot of yeah, a lot of well, what I was finding anyway, a lot of what I was doing without the gi on would translate like pretty well straight over to in the gi anyway. Like so, yeah. Now I, I I don't have a preference. Um, in terms of how fucked I feel after training, no go hands down. And I love that feeling of just feeling like you've just got nothing left. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so, I just right. so much faster. Yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, man, I, I, I don't have a preference at all anymore. 
I just want to train. You say especially now, eh? It's like, I don't care. We, we can train and smugglers if you want, you know, as long oh, as we yeah, train, bro, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's a preference. there's one or two people that'll do that though so you know i'm, I'm limited in uh, <laughs> training partners <laughs> right, man, you know what it reminds me of i started um you know i don't work quite anymore um but i'm working for a um, company up in Quinana there and one of my first weeks was their christmas do week and um we were at the christmas do and then we went from the pub we went back to uh one of the girls house and they were playing Twister. And for some reason, two of the blokes were like, yeah, and they took their clothes off and got into yes. their jocks. And they're playing, they're playing Twister in their jocks, right? So I'm just like on the side, flipped the phone out. I took a photo. Not really <laughs> not really knowing these guys. I took a photo on Snapchat and I captured it white people. <laughs> and, I said it there, right? and everyone laughed at it. It was hilarious. But yeah, these guys, like, no one told them to take these clothes off. And they were banging their smugglers. And I was like, Man, this is Luke's jam, eh? Like, Luke would have been either the first or he'd be pushing in line and be fucking getting on that floor. <laughs> man, man, I've got a story for you. Um, and if I had a if I had a members-only part of this podcast, like Grappling Central, this is where the ads would come in and only the members <laughs> would hear it. Um, yeah. but, but I don't, so I'll wait till we uh, have a kick of the footy before I tell you it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. All right, when, we, when we were teaming this up... Um, I thought about some things that I wanted to talk about, but I was like, nah, it's probably better over a beer, you know what I mean? Probably yeah, better yeah. Over a beer, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, no. no, it was good, man. I enjoyed this, man. Thanks for having me, eh? No worries, man. Thank you. Um, oh, that's, yeah, what was going to... Oh, they had one other question I was going to ask you. Uh, oh, yeah, the ADCT trials in Singapore. Are you going to go have a crack at that or what? In Singapore, is that? Yeah, yeah, end of the year, December. No, I haven't had it. I haven't had it. I didn't need to know about those, but man, oh, yeah. yeah. To be honest, I just want to get back at training, eh? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just uh, to yeah. get back in the group. Cause I started like I'm sure like everyone, you know, it's not to be, but everyone would have started feeling just before the gym's closed, like uh, you know, getting in a groove or you know, starting to uh, you know uh, work on uh, you know moves that they would've been trying for so long and actually achieving them, and like they're like, oh, finally everything's coming together, and then boom. The gym shot, you know what I mean? And that's how yeah, I felt, yeah. like, like, like with Big Scotty, like I was having rolls with him um, quite often and I slowly started working out his game, you know, and then bang, Jim throws and I'm like, fuck. Ah! I'm not saying I was going to tap him out, but I was like, I slowly started working out his game, you know? And then yeah, boom, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, it was, it was just pain in the ass, but man, yeah, I'd, I'd love to, man, to be honest. I think it'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 No, no, I'm not going over. I might go over and watch. But... <laughs> I, I, talked, I joked about it earlier, man. Like I was talking about it earlier in the year, like January, um, just with my wife, just to, you know, I sort of said, oh, how fucking good would it be? Like that's going to be world class grapplers, man. Like that's a trials for the that's world trials, you know. Like if you win yeah. there, you get a fucking ticket to Las Vegas in 2021, you know, like. The yeah, quality I mean, of grapplers are going to be there. are going to be fucking phenomenal. And I, I joked about it. I said to my wife, like, I'd like to go and just see if I could last 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you surprise yourself, bro. Like, yeah. you surprise yourself, you know what I mean? Because we put it on this pedestal, man, and it just it doesn't need to be there until you finish it, you know what I mean? Like, you know, people put on a pedestal, um, like all these 
stuff like that. And, that, and that's what ends up uh, defining the result that you didn't want, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's really not as bad what people think. And you actually end up doing a lot better than what, than what you thought. Um, yeah, for sure. Love that I remember, I remember, um, I remember looking at, I think it was, uh, I think it was the trials for Finland. So it would have been like 2016 trials, maybe. Um, yeah, but I think I remember looking at the bracket for like the 99 kilo guys, and there was, I think it was like a hundred and fucking, this is just in the West Coast <laughs> trials as well in the US. There's like 160 people in the 90 kilo, nah, 99 kilo bracket. I was like, holy fuck. Uh, one, I think it was like the one person who won that bracket got a spot in Finland, like for 2017s. You know, that was where Craig Jones had his fucking run, and oh man, it was fucking nuts. But, Check, bro, hey, fuck. Yeah, 160 people. Yo, what kind of bracket is this shit? That's real, man. That's unreal. But yeah. I did, I did um, Grayson asked me, um, you know, he, he messaged me one day saying, oh man, you should go to the Worlds and all that sort of stuff. And that kind of amped me up, and I started talking to the missus about going to the Worlds this year. Um, but yeah, with now all what's going on, I don't know it's going to happen or whatever. But yeah, I, I, going to the worlds and competing in the worlds is definitely the focus. So yeah, the, yeah, I think well, the worlds were supposed to be last weekend. Like the weekend just passed originally, weren't they? Like the twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I think there's another one towards the end of the year. Is that Nogi, I think, or there's another. Uh, one? Oh yeah, there's the yeah the Nogi worlds in December, and then the old guys worlds in August, I think. But yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, the, the August one. Yeah. Um, yeah, how old are you? I am 30. God, why'd you have to ask what I'm here for, man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. That's <laughs> nah, all good. It's all good. I'm, I'm 30, but I'm wise as fuck now, you know what I mean? I got all yeah. the mistakes out of the way when I was younger. And now I'm yeah, nice. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. So, bro, 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 I want to see you compete, though, man, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you'll say it. You'll say it. We'll make sure I'll, I'll make sure it happens. Yeah, killer, killer. <laughs> All right, man. Um, well, that's that's pretty much it, man. So if you've got anything to finish off on, um, shout-outs, anything like that, go nuts. Uh, I'll, man, actually, what I do want to say is just giving you some feedback, bro. I just want to say that yeah, good on you for, you know, being a true entrepreneur and, like, taking another direction when you could have probably just sat at home and fucking waited, you know what I mean? Like, you took on a podcast. And like that just shows like you're a real entrepreneur, man. So fucking, I just wanted to say good on you, man. Because you know, half these times when I've listened to the podcast, you know, I don't see hear you getting the feedback. So I wanted to put on your podcast, man, that you're doing a fucking great job, and I admire what you're doing, and it's inspirational, man. So keep it up. Legend, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. And, and everyone, make sure that you put AU at the end of www.au. Yes. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, like us, follow us, show some love. Uh, if you got any questions about designs or when they're arriving, hit me up. I'll miss you straight back. And yeah, get amongst it, guys. It's good shit. Awesome, man. Thanks heaps anyway. No worries, brother. Anytime. We'll kick the footy right. out. We will, definitely. All right, brother. Peace out. All right, bro. out. All right, so there you have it. Uh, that was episode six of the Free Rollers podcast newly named Rolling Through. Uh, make sure you check out our website, www.freerollers.com.au. Why not check out Humble Fightwear's website? Don't forget the .com.au. Follow us on uh, social media. So for Free Rollers, 
where free rollers on Instagram and Facebook and Humble Fightwear on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify so you don't miss a show, and we'll see you on the mats sooner rather than later. But until then, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.